Hello, welcome to the Soul Bloom Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole Doyle, and I'm so glad you're here. Today, let's talk about a post that started a lot for me. It was one where I exclaimed, I just want to eat sugar and buy things. And I had so many people reach out and say, oh my God, me too. And that feeling felt good to not be alone. And it's so interesting how we can compartmentalize our feelings and end up doing things that make us feel better even when we know it won't fix our problems. So call it coping, call it whatever it is. But I posted this on Instagram a few weeks ago and it was true. Let me tell the story a little bit. I had just started a new role at work and I will tell you all about that soon, but I just started a whole new role at work and it was going great, right? Like the week was great. Everyone on my my new team is fantastic, but it was uncomfortable. It was new. I was the new girl, right? And I just was like feeling all my feels, you know, I had left a role, which I'd been doing the same thing for 10 years. And so I felt like an expert and I just felt discomfort. Like, oh my gosh, there's so much to learn. There's so much to do. On top of that, I was experiencing some lower back pain and I went to visit a chiropractor and, you know, she helped me out and she was giving me these exercises, more like physical therapy stuff. And, just, I was doing those exercises and I was laying on the floor and I was feeling so uncomfortable because yeah, I was in pain, but also like, I just felt kind of like not strong. I didn't feel strong in my body. And these are all like areas that show like we're at risk or like we have a story playing in our minds, like of things that are happening. And that combined with being the new girl at work, um, even though I'm at my same company, just kind of together. And I just was feeling like all this discomfort. I was just like, I yelled out in the room. I was with Mark. I was like, Mark, I just want to eat sugar and buy things. And like, I was so funny when I said it, like I was whining that like both of us just started laughing because, you know, Mark's been with me for almost 17 years now. And so like, he's seen all of my iterations, all of my things and my faces. And you know, he knows better than to like say anything when I'm being like that because he knows it won't help. But, um, you know, we laughed in that moment because I was just being so ridiculous and whiny, but I was having a weekend. I was, I was in my feels. I was definitely like going through some changes, big changes bring that on. Right. But at the core of it, I used to, you know, overcompensate, like either snacking on things that I didn't really want to eat or, you know, eating sugar when I really didn't need it. Um, but more on a daily basis, like not every once in a while, not during uncomfortable situations. And food and shopping were both two things that were used as celebrations and coping mechanisms my entire life. So when things were good, we ate sugar and we bought things. When things were bad, we also ate sugar and we bought things. You know, it's so, it was just normal. You know, it was like, good or bad, we were going to celebrate by, you know, eating certain things or, you know, treating ourselves. Um, and as you heard, if you've listened to my other podcasts about buying clothes in a larger body, going shopping didn't always feel better. You know, like when you were insecure, something was going on, it wasn't like a fix for everything. You know, I often felt pretty rough, like going shopping and, you know, having very little selection, wearing size 10 shoes, wearing like larger clothing like accessories were always good, you know, makeup was great, but it didn't fix the sting. And the temporary like relief of discomfort was just that it was temporary. And so as I was laying there on the floor doing those exercises and feeling this way, I was like, okay, well, I can do two different things. Well, I could do a thousand things. But what I decided to do was finish the exercises and realize that I was feeling this way for a reason. And instead of judging it or running away from it, 
I decided to look at it kind of like objectively and be like, okay, well, it makes sense I'm feeling this way. There's nothing wrong with feeling this way. I'm allowed, you know, I'm not like needing to fix anything particularly. And I let myself be my feels, you know, I was like, oh, this is weird. This is uncomfortable. But then I also started to say like, is any of this true? Like, is this true? Like, does the, is the meaning that I'm making of this situation actually happening right now? Or is it just what I'm perceiving to be true? Well, you probably guessed it. It wasn't all true. It wasn't. I was like, I'm, (laughs) I mean, I'll just be real with you. I was like, I'm stupid. I don't know what I'm doing at my new job. You know, they don't actually like me. They're just lying, which is all not true. Um, for the most part, at least I think, ha ha, just kidding. It's definitely not true. Um, and then when the exercises thing, like doing the new exercises, of course I was terrible at these new exercises. I hadn't been doing them. They were like physical therapy type things to strengthen a muscle and an issue that I was experiencing that was brand new and it was injured, you know? So I'm not going to like come out of here strong, like, I don't know, CrossFit star or something. I don't even know if that's like what I'd want to be, but, um, there was all that. So also like, I was like, oh, I shouldn't have like, let my back hurt this way. Well, no, like this was just an injury to my back. Like there was really no fault here. Um, and no amount of like pre work or exercising or whatever I was like damning myself for in that moment would have like fixed this particular problem. So I was just being a little bit dramatic, just a little, but the meaning I was making was that like, oh, I'm terrible. I like should have been better at like working on this part of my back. I should have been, you know, I don't know. There was a million things. They weren't true. But the story in my mind was protecting me from disappointment. It was protecting me from failure. It was protecting me from any number of things that are personally what, like, I would worry about. And I have to give credit to those mechanisms that are in place because they've served me really well for so many years. It's just they weren't serving me in that moment anymore. And I was aware of it enough from the personal inner work that I've done to realize that those stories were not true. It didn't magically make me feel better. That's not the point of it. But it did give me some awareness and some objectivity to look at it from not within me, but outside of me. And it's like, you know, when people have ever said to you, like, oh, like, if a friend was saying this, like, what would you say to them? And it's like, sometimes we often, like, accidentally invalidate our friends or we invalidate, like, kids and say, like, oh, that's not true. And that was, like, the biggest thing for me as a kid oh, Nicole, you don't feel that way. No, you don't actually feel that way. And that used to drive me nuts when I was a kid because I was pretty hip. Like, I knew what I felt, but I often was told, like, oh, no, no, that's not really what you're feeling. Like, oh, no, no, you must be something. Like, it must be something else. And nobody, like, really meant it to be hurtful. That's just the way they dealt with me. Maybe they, like, didn't know how to handle me and all of my intuition and all of my observations that I would deliver to them in the way that I needed to hear it. You know, they were doing their best, my parents, my my family, everyone. So they often would invalidate my feelings without even knowing they were doing it. We didn't have language for that at this time. And so, you know, when I go to look at what I was doing to myself this weekend, I was like, oh, you know what? I'm actually invalidating my own feelings if I say, no, 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 you don't really feel like that. Yes, the story was not true. There was no true story happening in those moments, but instead of saying, oh, Nicole, you don't really feel that. This is all a lie. This isn't really happening. I just said, wow, you know, I can totally see why I would feel this way. 
it might feel really hard in this moment, but it won't always be this way. And it's okay to feel this way in this moment. And instead of like, oh, just snap out of it, figure it out, whatever, whatever. Like I really did allow myself to feel through those feelings this weekend because I've had that time and distance from all of these stories in my life for years that I was able to see it more objectively. I was able to look at it like it was sitting in front of me versus like deep within my soul. Though in the moment, sometimes it feels deep within your soul and that's okay too. All this to say, sometimes we make meaning out of things that aren't really there, but we don't have to invalidate those feelings. They're all very valid. And sometimes when you do want to eat sugar and buy things, you eat sugar and buy things. Like it's not a bad, it's not a terrible thing. Nothing's really ever good or bad, right? And I will say later that night after I was in my feelings, I did. I ordered myself a smoothie and I paid like ridiculous amount of money to have an Uber Eats to my house because it was raining and I was in my feels and it was just the best thing I ever did. It was a mango smoothie and it was great and I really enjoyed it. And I say mango smoothie like it sounds healthy, but it's it's really not. It was like full of sugar and it was great. And I don't feel bad about it. I didn't feel bad about it in that moment either. And I think that knowing that sugar, a discomfort that sometimes if you eat too much of it, you can feel really crappy that crappy feeling might be a familiar feeling. And that could be the way that you're coping. Just like I said, when I was saying in that other podcast about buying clothes that didn't necessarily make me feel good, it was a temporary relief for a problem. And I was so much more equipped at dealing with that issue of shopping and the plus size department that didn't feel really good than I was whatever was the new uncertainty of my life. And so I leave you with this is that if you're going through something, anything, and you start to fall into coping mechanisms that have served you or have not served you very well in the past, think about it. What kind of meaning are you making right now? What are you making this mean about yourself? How are you feeling in this moment? Can you validate those feelings and think, hmm, maybe I won't feel like this forever and it's okay that I feel like this? And maybe you will go on and do some of the things that you aren't really sure are really great coping mechanisms, or you'll find something else. I wish that you will take that time and see yourself in what story is going on and validate yourself and give yourself some slack because we're all doing the best we can. If you enjoyed this podcast, you can go ahead and subscribe on Substack, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever. If you'd like to leave a comment here on Substack, go ahead. And I love having a conversation there. And if you'd like to share my work with anyone, please do. I really appreciate it. Until next time, talk soon.